are now listening to the Zesty Soak Pod. Zesty. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this episode of the Zesty Soak Pod. So, in this episode of the pod, we'll be talking about the top five point, NBA point guards of all time. So, we'll mostly be basing it off of, I guess, NBA and I guess maybe ABA for some individuals. But yeah, it'll be mostly just point guards who primarily pl- played the point guards for the whole careers. Can't really say LeBron James, but um, yeah. And of course, this is kind of reactionary given CP3's performance over the last week. But nonetheless, I don't think I've covered this topic yet, and I'll do so in this episode. As an honorable mention, I'll put John Stockton. He's not in my top five, but I reckon, I know he's like one of the greatest point guards of all time. Like you've seen his numbers, basically his career numbers are like unmatched. He's like Iron Man level, playing like high volume, doing so much stuff on the court, yet he's able to consistently play like 80, 82 games a year, barely missing out on any games. And yeah, the, the Utah Jazz of the 90s were really strong, thanks to him and Carl Malone. Obviously, that's one of the main reasons why I can't put him as, like, I guess, in, in one of the factors keeping him out compared to other point guards in the top five. I mean, we've never really seen him on his own, like, without Karl Malone. Like, he's, his, all his dominant years, like, it's 12, I don't know, like, all those years were, or at least most of them were with Karl Malone. And, you know, Karl Malone's a second, top second, second high scorer of all time. And, yeah. Did John Stockton make Carl Malone the, the, the second high scorer of all time? No, but they're like a dynamic duel. So they both made each other better, but I've never really seen John Stockton carry a team, per se, by himself. And yeah, I guess they made it to finals twice, which is pretty impressive. But overall, like if he maybe he won a ring or two, I would that would propel him to the top five. But having Carl Malone and not being able to win a ring granted they went up against Jordan like that is a pretty valid excuse but I would I still can't put him in the top five like he had Carl Malone is basically his whole career and yeah but his numbers were quite unmatched um he could score if it's really needed and he could like so like a lot of nifty passes a lot of assists great floor general but overall um He's is really great, but I could think of five that are better than him. Maybe only five, that is. But yeah. And I won't start with five. I'll start with one through five because I think that's a bit easier. Um, and mainly because I have a 1A and 1B. 1A is obviously Magic, and 1B is indeed Steph Curry. Um, obviously Magic, um, Showtime Lakers. He kind of revolutionized the point guard position a bit. Um, this really cool play style. Um, he did have a pretty strong team throughout his career, but we've seen him carry the Lakers in the finals without Kareem. Like he was able to play center. Like he is a real leader. Like if without Kareem, he's like okay, I'll play center as a rookie. As like I think a six seven point guard as a rookie or six eight point guard as a rookie, and you sh- you can see his leadership court skills on and off the court. He had to battle a lot of like off-court issues, he's able to even come back. Um, brings lots of high energy to the court. Um, the reason why he's like on the dream team, like dominated the '80s along with Larry Bird, 
And yeah, there isn't really much to explain. Like, I think almost everyone has magic as, if not top one, then top two point guard of all time. And yeah, it's just his his whole resume career speaks for itself. 1B is Steph Curry. A lot of people will have him like around this position as well. Like he changed the game for the better or worse through his three-point shooting. Um, he's not like the Dame type. I guess he's kind of like the Dame type, but he, he's like, he could do it all from the three-point line. He could catch and shoot, create his own shot, um, shoot from like 30 feet away, shoot from 40 feet away. Um, like so many different buzzer beaters in his career, so many clutch moments, a lot of, and he has shown a lot of leadership on and off the court as well. Um, you could say he did get carried to some of his rings. He got a bit lucky in 2015 with injuries, but overall, you've, we've seen him score a lot. We've seen him being able to carry a team to playoffs. This year, a bunch of mostly nobodies, I guess, a bunch of different changes to the roster ever since KD left, Clay went down like he dealt with he was able to adapt and he could go from carrying a team to I guess being a I don't know second option when Katie was there um yeah he's like kind of like the ultimate leader as well he, he knows his place like when Katie he was happy to give up his dominant position as the de facto scorer or whatnot of the Warriors when to get Katie on a team and yeah you're able to see the dominant finals runs I guess a small knock on him is that his career is still a bit far from over, I guess, but three-point shooting will probably translate pretty well still as he goes deep into the, at, deeper into the career since it doesn't require as much athleticism. But yeah, everything just explains itself. He just, Steph Curry just changed the game, and he is a MVP caliber point guard. This year, two-time MVP was the top three candidate this year which is very solid. Um, three rings. No finals MVPs yet, but yeah, that doesn't really need it. His, I'd say his 1B. He could be a top... I won't say his definite best because I still respect Magic, but his Steph Curry is definitely like a 1B kind of point guard in my all-time rankings. For number... Um, I guess now it's number three, since it's 1A, 1B, and my third best point guard of all time. I'd, I'd put Oscar Robertson. Um, it's a bit subjective, I guess, since I i don't think I've ever like watched him play in person. Maybe like, just some highlight tapes, I guess, or just some black and white tape. But for the most part, he did change the game as well. He was the original Mr. Triple Devil before Westbrook basically... Ch changed the triple-double point guard game, but yeah, um, I'd put um, Oscar Big O as number three. He was very dominant at his time. He was able to he was able to win a championship, I guess, with Kareem, if I'm not mistaken. He is a legend on his own right. He was he dominated the game back in, I guess, the 60s. And yeah, he was just a very, very good point guard and a straight-up legend. I guess number four, I was considering putting him... It's like three and four or five are quite interchangeable. They all, they're all, they all from different eras, so I'll, I'll save the, some explanation for later. For number four, I put Isaiah Thomas 
two-time champion, the Bad Boy Pistons. Um, he's a great leader on their team as well. Um, obviously not on the Dream Team because of MJ. But yeah, he's also a very dominant point guard. He scores very well. Um, he saw the um, his, he was able to beat the Lakers like like um, the bloody ankle part, like injured ankle, like twenty five points in a quarter, like forty three points in the game, eighty eight finals game six, like that was really clutch. Yeah, um, it's kind of like Magic Johnson being put in as a center and pretty much carrying the team to victory. Like Isaiah Thomas was able to do that on like an injured ankle, ankle sprain. Not sure how bad it was, but I think it was, um, it seemed pretty bad. And obviously playing through it for like, playing through the rest of the game with it is like really tough. Um, I guess he kind of revolutionized 80s, 90s basketball by his aggressive play style, just like, the bad boy pistons has basically changed a lot of how a lot of I guess rules worked, changed the game a bit. And yeah, he was he's a very, very good point guard and um I'd put him at his number for all time. He I guess might be a bit controversial, but he's able to do it all score, assist, etc. etc. Number five, I'm putting CP3. Like, as I said before, 3 to 5 can be quite interchangeable. CP3 is Chris Paul with the point guard. Um, he, you can see, he's, basically every team has been on, it, they turn good because of him. Kind of like the LeBron effect to a certain extent. But except he doesn't join, like, really good teams. He doesn't really team up with He's not really been on any super teams, per se, but he's just only six feet tall, just like, I guess, Isaiah Thomas, um, or, um, yeah, they're, like, really short, like, six feet, six one, but they still, they're still floor generals, they still dominate the game, and from for Chris Paul, he's been on quite a few teams, the Hornets, Clippers, Rockets, Thunder, Suns, like, the Hornets, they, they were lottery team drafted him fourth overall and he immediately made an impact in basically a few years time able to be all NBA first team lead them to into playoffs and even though he basically never got a second round for like pretty much over a decade but I, he only got out of it during his the first year in Houston but overall um he's very good defensively Led the league in steals multiple times. Great defensive, offensive player. Um, very, very high basketball IQ. Very good leadership. And yeah, he could score. He averaged twenty. He was able to his career high was with like twenty three. Obviously, he led very, very good assist person. His shooting is not that bad either. Like, and he's able to carry a team similar to I guess Isaiah Thomas per se. Like. Um, game seven against the Spurs in 2015, against a very dominant Spurs team in 2015, um, he, he was able to, or game six or game seven, I wasn't too sure, but he was able to get a game winner, not a buzzer reader, but like he was able to do it while partially injured, which I guess has been a problem for him many times in his career. He does get injured at the worst times, such as the 2018 Houston series against the Golden State Super Team, like. 
they were up three. James Harden and Chris Paul were up three to two, and they and people, many people would say they could have made it to the finals if Chris Paul was fully healthy. It's a bit another big what if, but unfortunately those things happened. And another big what if I guess is the Lakers trade, but that's neither here or there. But yeah, he ended up being on OKC. Thought it was gonna be a lottery team, but he was able to lead a bunch of solid role players like Shea Gilgus Alexander and Steven Adams and those boys to the NBA playoffs in the bubble last year as I think the sixth seed. And this year in Phoenix, he was able to lead them from I guess the ninth, I guess the tenth seed, or just from barely missing the playoffs to the second seed and advancing all the way to the conference finals. And who knows what, what to come later? Like, like he's not he's not in a super team. You could say Devin Booker is an all star, but you wouldn't call him a superstar. He's like, it's just he Devin Booker is a very solid player, like um thirty. Like twenty-five points per game score, very good shooting guard, very, very, very good shooting guard, but and DeAndre Ayton, a solid thirty-year center, but he's not dominant, super dominant by any means. Just a very solid, like, but like almost all-star. They're both almost all-stars, but not all-stars yet. But he was able to carry them, especially very well. Um, and. Yeah, just every team he goes to, they turned into a very dominant team. I guess you could say OKC wasn't, but he was with a bunch of nobodies, or at least he turned a, turned a bunch of players better. He made the whole team better. Kind of like the LeBron effect. He made the whole team better, and they were able to get in the playoffs quite comfortably. And for Phoenix, he turned a fringe, like almost playoff team, to one of the top teams in the league, which is really impressive. And as mentioned before, he's able to carry New Orleans. He's able to get get the Clippers from out of mediocrity to, I guess, the Lob City Clippers, very dominant Lob City Clippers. And Houston, he was able to turn them from decent playoff teams to pretty much contenders, which unfortunately ran to Golden State for both their years. <laughs> um, but yeah, injuries is a big thing. But yeah, for Chris Paul, he's for sure top five point guard of all time for me he could be around three or four or five i'm not sure but his recency bias might put him a bit higher but i'd say his top five for sure given everything he's he's done for everywhere he goes and yeah as you just seen last night he could score as well if it's really needed but his his like leader pass first a prototypical point guard pass first great defensively with a bunch of steals and he could score when it's really needed too and that's it for this episode of Zessie Zoipod as I list my, rank my top 5 um, of course these are just my personal opinions um, and yeah stay zesty <laughs>